0: Amen. Luke chapter 10, Luke chapter 10, verse 30, Luke chapter 10, verse 30 through verse 35, Luke chapter 10, verse 30 through verse 35, I'm going to read today from the New Living Translation of the Bible, the New Living Translation of the Bible, Luke chapter 10, verse 30 through verse 30. When you found us, I got it. Hey, man. Anybody still looking, Sam? Still looking. Reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible, your Bible should read similarly. Jesus replied with a story. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, they beat him up, and left him half dead beside the by chance a priest came along but when he saw the man lying there he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by a temple assistant walked over and looked at him lying there but he also passed by on the other side then a despised samaritan came along and when he saw the man he felt compassion for him going over to him the samaritans soothed his wounds with olive oil wine and bandaged them. Then he took the man on his donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him. The next day, he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, said to him, take care of this man. If his bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. I want you to look with me, look with me at verse number 30. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up and left him half dead beside the road. I Wanna talk just for a few minutes. I still have life, I still have life. sometimes when you go through what you go through in life, it feels like it's about to kill you. Say it again. Sometimes when you go through what you go through, because we all go through. You go through what you go through, and sometimes it feels like it's going to destroy you. You look around and it appears that trouble is coming at you from all sides. Big Mama would say that it appears the walls are closing in on me. And you can, you can, you can almost understand, you could almost accept the reality of your situation if at your core you were fundamentally a bad person. You could accept, you could almost accept going through hell if all you do is raise hell. You you can accept going through trouble if all you do is create trouble. But, but, But when you really don't bother people, When you really try to see the good in everybody, when you really try to take six months to mind your own business and six months to leave other folks' business alone, when when you attempt to be respectful of your elders and remember those
1: lessons
0: that your parents taught you, how many in here can still remember lessons that your parents taught you? And because you remember those lessons that they taught you, there are some things that you're just not going to do because mama and daddy taught you umpteen years ago that you don't do that. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm 50 years old, and I still won't raise an umbrella inside the house. (laughs) Anybody else jump in? You don't, you don't, you don't raise an umbrella in the house. Those are some, 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 there are some lessons that, that, that many of you are remembering right now in your minds. And you're going back and you're saying, my mama taught me, my daddy taught me not to do that. And you strive every day of your life to live by the golden rule, which is what? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And in spite of all of that, you still have to deal with bad things happening to you. You still have to deal with the unfairness of life. You still. Jesus is teaching this parable to those who were his disciples and and they were they were they were they were wondering they were they were they were wondering they were wondering how do we need to leave they they were wondering they were wondering they were they were wondering uh uh how can somebody uh They were asking Jesus, how can we inherit eternal life? And they thought they had it because Jesus said, what does the law why it is difficult to sometimes love your neighbor as you love yourself is because we haven't got to love your love, love your god part right Beyond the shadow of a doubt, yes, I love God with all my mind, all my heart, and all my soul. Until it's time to prove that I love God with all my mind, all my heart, and all my soul. It says, Who is my neighbor? Jesus starts teaching them about a man who was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho. And he was attacked, some versions of the Bible says, by robbers. There is a difference between a robber and a thief. (laughs) A robber is intent on hurting you. A thief really don't want to hurt you. They just want your stuff. They are sneaky. You don't see them coming. You don't know when they've been there and when they left. But a robber don't care if you see them coming or not. They don't care if they got to kill you to get their stuff because they are intent on hurting you. This man did not fall in the hands of thieves. He fell in the hands of a robber, Jesus says I'm going to come back like a thief in the night you're not going to know, you're not going to be prepared you're not going to be expecting it you're not going to be looking for it be careful because he'll show up right when you're not least expecting to show up the robbers beat this man down Room showers Beat this man down. And Jesus is specific in saying it was a Jewish man. Then the Bible says that the religious folk, and I was appalled at the fact that it was the religious elite who sees this individual and in need, and instead of providing help to the need of their fellow countrymen, instead of providing help to the need of their fellow believer, they, the church folk, cross over to the other side of the street as if crossing over to the other side of the street excuse them of their responsibility. Ah, when somebody is in need, crossing over to the other side of the street does not release me of my responsibility. Turning around and going the other way does not release me of my responsibility. Oh, treating, acting like I don't see them does not release me of my responsibility to help somebody when I can. And I'm talking to some folk today who cross crossed over to the other side of the street in order not to help somebody who has been beaten Circumstances, who has been defeated by situations. Don't you dare cross over to the other side of the street because just by crossing over doesn't mean that you're not responsible. If you need, if you see a help, if you see help, help somebody. No, God is not mocked. For man saw it. That shall he also read. Look at your name and tell him you might get by, but you won't get away. God is too just for us to get away. His word is too true for us to get away. I have been young, but now I'm. Sinking, nor his seed breaking fret not thyself because of the doers for they shall soon be cut down as the grass and wither as to give somebody a high five and tell them don't go to the other side of the street stay on that side help somebody So I pass along encourage somebody With a word or a song. Tell somebody. That they're traveling wrong. Then my living. Will not be. In vain. Won't Won't be. In vain. It won't be. In vain. It won't. Be. In. Vain. I read this paricope, and I was beside myself. And I asked myself, "Am I that church person when I see someone beaten by life, thrown in a ditch to die by the situations and circumstances that all?" whole dead. And if he's half dead, that means he's also half alive. Oh, uh, you still ain't got it yet. If he's half dead, that means he is half alive. And if he's half alive and half dead, that means he's just as much alive as he is. Somebody ought to look at your neighbor, who life has left you half dead, and tell your neighbor, I may be half dead, but the good news is I'm also half alive, and I've decided to look at this cup, and I've decided to see it as half full rather than half empty, because the Lord can take a half dead something and give it a whole and turn it around and before you know it the one that was half dead is now fully alive you wonder why I praise him like I do cause I've some half dead. moments, moments when I wanted to give up moments when I wanted to throw in the towel moments when I wanted to lay out in the bed and not get up but the Lord said you ain't dead you just you just feel dead you might have been on you ain't dead, give your neighbor, ha, say, neighbor, you ain't dead. Yeah, somebody ought to shout, I'm still, I'm still here. I'm in this ditch, but I'm still here. Robbers stole my stuff, but I'm still here. Oh, I'm broken, but I'm still here. Got sores all over my body, but I'm still here. My heart is broken, but I'm still here. And although my heart is broken, my mind is fixed. And my heart is made up. that as long as I've got a little life, I'm going to give God praise and watch God turn it around. Somebody help, I'm still alive. Folk in the church who went to the other side of the road. But I learned that just because somebody is in the church doesn't mean that the church is in them. Oh, to some folks the church is just a building. It's mortar and brick. It's rules and there's revelations. Oh, it's not it's not it's not about spirituality, it's about all that other kind of stuff. And there are often times when folk who are in the church miss the opportunity to be the church while they're on their way to the church. Ah, uh, but folks, uh, that the church is in them. See the church as a place where the Spirit of God resides, reigns, and rules. It's a place of community change. They see the church not as a place of central location but rather a place that moves by the love of God to reach the needs of the people of God. It is not a place of division and doubt. It is rather a place of unity and faith. It is a place that meets the needs of of all those who are part of the place. It is not a building with stained glass windows and marble floors. It is a place in your heart that you take with you everywhere that you go. And every time you get a chance to show somebody that the church is in you, you stand up and you be accountable for it. And you let somebody know that I am a member of the church of the Lord. And whenever the Lord says move, I'm going to move. And I know that if God be for me, then who can be against me? I wish somebody would grab your neighbor and say I'm not worried about being in the church but I got to make sure that the church is in me and when the church is in me I can go out and help somebody when the church is in me I can encourage somebody when the church is in me I can reach somebody I can turn somebody around I can bet somebody I can encourage somebody I can lift somebody I can talk with somebody. I can pray for somebody. Cause I am not uh, just part of the building. But I'm part of the builder. I'm part of the chief cornerstone. Whom the builder's reject. He is my friend. And I am his child. I wish I somebody. That the churches in you would well, just give God The church is in you. He's in the ditch. He's in trouble. And I also see in this lesson, verse 31 and 32, people who have walked with you in good times will walk by you in hard times. You giving ride-or-die props to ride-along people because ride-or-die going to be with you no matter what. Ride-along people say, pull over. Let me out. Ah, You see, the reason why some of you are noticing that your circle of friends is dwindling is because your problems are deeper than surface problems. You got ditch problems. Anybody in here knows what it's like to have ditch problems? Doctor says you're sick. That's a ditch problem. Children gone astray. That's a ditch problem. More bills than money. Husband going astray, wife acting like somebody you don't know. Those are ditch problems. Your church building collapsed. The Lord sees you in the ditch, and he's getting ready to pick you up and bring you out. If you're not too mean, find you a neighbor and say, neighbor, I got ditch problems, but I serve a God that will build a bridge over my ditch. Laugh at me now, but don't laugh. Too long because I'm not going to be here much longer because I'm holding on and help is on the way. I thought the priest would have been the one that helped me. I thought the usher would have been the one that helped me. I thought the choir member would have been the one that helped me. But I've learned that sometimes. Help will come from the least likely source. Somebody, anybody, give God some praise. Because your help is about to show up. It's not going to look like you thought it would look. It's going to sound like you thought it would sound. It's not going to have what you thought it would have. The Bible says, a despice a Sar- uh, Samaritan. The Bible says a despise 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 Samaritan. The Bible says a despised Samaritan, the Bible says, a despised Samaritan, the Bible says, a despised Samaritan, you showed up at the right time with the right spirit, somebody that you thought despised despise you, don't despise you, they just look like folk that you don't like, You on. Thanks. I believe broke his body. The church folk broke his heart. And he's you have to make sure that you don't allow a broken heart to break everything else. Even when people are walking away from you, you still have to be able to see your own worth because when you see your own worth you won't beg people to stay with you you won't change yourself to make them happy you won't try to be who they are calling you to be because you know that I'm worth more than that but when you lose your self worth trying to please people that ain't never going to be pleased with you. When you don't recognize you worth it, you run back and forth trying to make people believe about you what they ain't going to ever believe. If folks don't think you're worth it, there ain't nothing that you can do to cause them to think you're worth it. Because with everything that you do, you're going to always fall short. Anybody in here can testify. It's just a few of us in here. Anybody in here can testify. In your life, there were people who you tried to make them happy. And the more you tried, the worse things got you finally got to a place in your life where you said you know what I'm just gonna chuck you the deuce and tell you bye bye because I can't spend my life trying to be who you want me to be I don't know who this is for there are some people in the ditch right now and your heart is broken And God has sent relief and you rejected that relief because that relief didn't come in the package that you expected it to come. And then there's some of us, we're in a ditch right now and we have eternalized other people's opinions of us. And you're no longer who your mama and your daddy named you. You are now calling and answering to all the opinions of other folk. But I told you other folk's opinions are just that until you validate You've got to find that self-fortitude to connect with that one that is greater in you. Say, I might be in the ditch and I might be half dead, but my God still loves me. And I'm not gonna be here forever. He's gonna pick me up. He's gonna take care of me. And he's gonna give me everything Me. Calvary, we'll rise from these ashes. I wish I had somebody. I said, We're gonna rise from these ashes. We're gonna rise from these ashes to be who God is calling us to be, to go where God is calling us to go, to do what God is calling us to do, and what we've got to learn how to do, we got to learn. God in the ditch while we're up, out to the promise. I wish somebody would just give God some praise right there where you are for where God is getting ready to take you. Come on, Brother Hart. Let's sing the song. Let's give God some praise in this place where he is.